Section 76 of the Book of Household Management. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Arielle Lipshaw. The Book of Household Management by Isabella Beaton. Recipes. Chapter 31. Part 4. Preserved Pumpkin. 1584. Ingredients. To each pound of pumpkin allow one pound of roughly pounded loaf sugar, one gill of lemon juice. Mode. Obtain a good sweet pumpkin, have it, take out the seeds, and pare off the rind. Cut it into neat slices or into pieces about the size of a five-shilling piece. Weigh the pumpkin, put the slices in a pan or deep dish in layers, with the sugar sprinkled between them. Pour the lemon juice over the top, and let the whole remain for two or three days. Boil all together, adding one quarter pint of water to every three pounds of sugar used until the pumpkin becomes tender. Then turn the whole into a pan, where let it remain for a week, then drain off the syrup, boil it until it is quite thick, skim and pour it, boiling over the pumpkin. A little bruised ginger and lemon rind, thinly pared, may be boiled in the syrup to flavor the pumpkin. Time. From one-half to three-quarter hour to boil the pumpkin tender. Average cost, five pence to seven pence per pound pot. Seasonable in September and October, but better when made in the latter month as the pumpkin is then quite ripe. Note. Vegetable marrows are very good prepared in the same manner, but are not quite so rich. Quince Jelly. 1585. Ingredients. To every pint of juice allow one pound of loaf sugar. Mode. Pare and slice the quinces and put them into a preserving pan with sufficient water to float them. Boil them until tender, and the fruit is reduced to a pulp. Strain off the clear juice, and to each pint allow the above proportion of loaf sugar. Boil the juice and sugar together for about three-quarters of an hour. Remove all the scum as it rises, and when the jelly appears firm when a little is poured on a plate, it is done. The residue left on the sieve will answer to make a common marmalade, for immediate use, by boiling it with one-half pound of common sugar to every pound of pulp. Time. Three hours to boil the quinces in water, three-quarter hour to boil the jelly. Average cost, from eight pence to ten pence per pound pot. Seasonable from August to October. Quince Marmalade. 1586. Ingredients. To every pound of quince pulp allow three-quarter pound of loaf sugar. Mode. Slice the quinces into a preserving pan, adding sufficient water for them to float. Place them on the fire to stew until reduced to a pulp. Keep them stirred occasionally from the bottom to prevent their burning. Then pass the pulp through a hair sieve to keep back the skin and seeds. Weigh the pulp, and to each pound add lump sugar in the above proportion, broken very small. Place the whole on the fire, and keep it well stirred from the bottom of the pan with a wooden spoon, until reduced to a marmalade, which may be known by dropping a little on a cold plate, when, if it jellies, it is done. Put it into jars whilst hot, let it cool, and cover with pieces of oiled paper cut to the size of the mouths of the jars. The tops of them may be afterwards covered with pieces of bladder, or tissue paper brushed over on both sides with the white of an egg. Time. Three hours to boil the quinces without the sugar. Three-quarter hour to boil the pulp with the sugar. 
Average cost from 8 pence to 9 pence per pound pot. Sufficient. Allow one pint of sliced quinces for a pound pot. Seasonable in August, September, and October. Raisin Cheese 1587 Ingredients To every pound of raisins allow a pound of loaf sugar, pounded cinnamon, and cloves to taste. Mode Stone the raisins, put them into a stewpan with the sugar, cinnamon, and cloves, and let them boil for one and a half hours, stirring all the time. Let the preparation cool a little, pour it into a glass dish, and garnish with strips of candied lemon peel and citron. This will remain good some time, if kept in a dry place. Time, one and a half hours. Average cost, nine pence. Sufficient, one pound for four or five persons. Seasonable at any time. Raspberry Jam 1588 Ingredients To every pound of raspberries allow one pound of sugar, one quarter pint of red currant juice. Mode let the fruit for this preserve be gathered in fine weather, and used as soon after it is picked as possible. Take off the stalks, and put the raspberries into a preserving pan. Break them well with a wooden spoon, and let them boil for one quarter hour, keeping them well stirred. Then add the currant juice and sugar, and boil again for one half hour. Skim the jam well after the sugar is added, or the preserve will not be clear. The addition of the currant juice is a very great improvement to this preserve, as it gives it a piquant taste, which the flavor of the raspberries seems to require. Time. One quarter hour to simmer the fruit without the sugar. One quarter hour after it is added. Average cost. From sixpence to eightpence per pound pot. Sufficient. Allow about one pint of fruit to fill a one-pound pot. Seasonable in July and August. Raspberry Jelly. 1589. Ingredients. To each pint of juice allow three-quarter pounds of loaf sugar. Mode. Let the raspberries be freshly gathered, quite ripe, and picked from the stalks. Put them into a large jar, after breaking the fruit a little with a wooden spoon, and place this jar, covered, in a saucepan of boiling water. When the juice is well drawn, which will be in from three-quarters to one hour, strain the fruit through a fine hair sieve or cloth, measure the juice, and to every pint allow the above proportion of loaf sugar. Put the juice and sugar into a preserving pan, place it over the fire, and boil gently until the jelly thickens when a little is poured on a plate. Carefully remove all the scum as it rises, pour the jelly into small pots, cover down, and keep in a dry place. This jelly answers for making raspberry cream, and for flavoring various sweet dishes, when, in winter, the fresh fruit is not obtainable. Time. Three quarters to one hour to draw the juice. Average cost, from nine pence to one shilling per pound pot. Sufficient. From three pints to two quarts of fruit should yield one pint of juice. Seasonable. This should be made in July or August. Rhubarb Jam. 1590 ingredients to every pound of rhubarb allow one pound of loaf sugar the rind of one half lemon mode wipe the rhubarb perfectly dry take off the string or peel and weigh it put it into a preserving pan with sugar in the above proportion mince the lemon rind very finely add it to the other ingredients and place the preserving pan by the side of the fire 
Keep stirring to prevent the rhubarb from burning, and when the sugar is well dissolved, put the pan more over the fire, and let the jam boil until it is done, taking care to keep it well skimmed and stirred with a wooden or silver spoon. Pour it into pots, and cover down with oil and egged papers. Time. If the rhubarb is young and tender, three-quarters hour, reckoning from the time it simmers equally. Old rhubarb, one and one-quarter to one and one-half hour. Average cost, five pence to seven pence per pound pot. Sufficient. About one pint of sliced rhubarb to fill a pound pot. Seasonable from February to April. Rhubarb and orange jam, to resemble scotch marmalade. 1591. Ingredients. One quart of finely cut rhubarb, six oranges, one and one-half pound of loaf sugar. Mode. Peel the oranges, remove as much of the white pith as possible, divide them and take out the pips. Slice the pulp into a preserving pan, add the rind of half the oranges cut into thin strips, and the loaf sugar, which should be broken small. Peel the rhubarb, cut it into thin pieces, put it to the oranges, and stir all together over a gentle fire until the jam is done. Remove all the scum as it rises, put the preserve into pots, and when cold, cover down. Should the rhubarb be very old, stew it alone for one quarter hour before the other ingredients are added. Time, three quarters to one hour. Average cost, from sixpence to eightpence per pound pot. Seasonable from February to April. Raspberry and currant, or any fresh fruit salad. A dessert dish. 1592. Mode. Fruit salads are made by stripping the fruit from the stalks, piling it on a dish, and sprinkling over it finely pounded sugar. They may be made of strawberries, raspberries, currants, or any of these fruits mixed. Peaches also make a very good salad. After the sugar is sprinkled over, about six large tablespoonfuls of wine or brandy, or three tablespoonfuls of liqueur, should be poured in the middle of the fruit, and when the flavor is liked, a little pounded cinnamon may be added. In helping the fruit, it should be lightly stirred, that the wine and sugar may be equally distributed. Sufficient. One and one-half pint of fruit, with three ounces of pounded sugar, for four or five persons. Seasonable in summer. Strawberries and cream. One, five, nine, three. Ingredients. To every pint of picked strawberries, allow one-third pint of cream, two ounces of finely pounded sugar. Mode. Pick the stalks from the fruit, place it on a glass dish, sprinkle over it pounded sugar, and slightly stir the strawberries, that they may all be equally sweetened. Pour the cream over the top, and serve. Devonshire cream, when it can be obtained, is exceedingly delicious for this dish, and if very thick indeed, may be diluted with a little thin cream or milk. Average cost, for this quantity, with cream at one shilling per pint, one shilling. Sufficient for two persons. Seasonable in June and July. Strawberry jam, 1594. Ingredients. To every pound of fruit, allow one-half pint of red currant juice, one and one-quarter pound of loaf sugar. Mode. Strip the currants from the stalks, put them into a jar. Place this jar in a saucepan of boiling water, and simmer until the juice is well drawn from the fruit. Strain the currants, measure the juice, put it into a preserving pan, and add the sugar. Select well-ripened but sound strawberries. Pick them from the stalks, and when the sugar is dissolved in the currant juice, put in the fruit. Simmer the whole over a moderate fire from one-half to three-quarters hour, carefully removing the scum as it rises. 
Stir the jam only enough to prevent it from burning at the bottom of the pan, as the fruit should be preserved as whole as possible. Put the jam into jars, and when cold, cover down. Time. One half to three quarters hour, reckoning from the time the jam simmers all over. Average cost from seven pence to eight pence per pound pot. Sufficient. Twelve pints of strawberries will make twelve pound pots of jam. Seasonable in June and July. Preserved strawberries in wine. One five nine five. Ingredients. To every quart bottle allow one quarter pound of finely pounded loaf sugar, sherry, or Madeira. Mode. Let the fruit be gathered in fine weather, and used as soon as picked. Have ready some perfectly dry glass bottles and some nice soft corks or bungs. Pick the stalks from the strawberries, drop them into the bottles, sprinkling amongst them pounded sugar in the above proportion, and when the fruit reaches to the neck of the bottle, fill up with sherry or Madeira. Cork the bottles down with new corks, and dip them into melted resin. Seasonable. Make this in June or July. To preserve strawberries whole, 1596. Ingredients. To every pound of fruit, allow one and a half pounds of good loaf sugar, one pint of red currant juice. Mode. Choose the strawberries not too ripe, of a fine large sort and of a good color. Pick off the stalks, lay the strawberries in a dish, and sprinkle over them half the quantity of sugar which must be finely pounded. Shake the dish gently, that the sugar may be equally distributed, and touch the underside of the fruit, and let it remain for one day. Then have ready the currant juice, drawn as for red currant jelly number 1533. Boil it with the remainder of the sugar until it forms a thin syrup, and in this simmer the strawberries and sugar, until the whole is sufficiently jellied. Great care must be taken not to stir the fruit roughly, as it should be preserved as whole as possible. Strawberries prepared in this manner are very good served in glasses and mixed with thin cream. Time. One quarter hour to twenty minutes to simmer the strawberries in the syrup. Seasonable in June and July. To make Everton toffee. 1597. Ingredients. One pound of powdered loaf sugar. One teacupful of water. One quarter pound of butter. Six drops of essence of lemon. Mode. Put the water and sugar into a brass pan, and beat the butter to a cream. When the sugar is dissolved, add the butter, and keep stirring the mixture over the fire until it sets, when a little is poured onto a buttered dish. And just before the toffee is done, add the essence of lemon. Butter a dish or tin, pour on it the mixture, and when cool it will easily separate from the dish. Butterscotch, an excellent thing for coughs is made with brown instead of white sugar, omitting the water, and flavored with one-half ounce of powdered ginger. It is made in the same manner as toffee. Time. 18 to 35 minutes. Average cost, 10 pence. Sufficient to make a pound of toffee. Dessert Dishes. 1598. The taza, or dish with stem, the same as that shown in our illustrations, is now the favorite shape for dessert dishes. The fruit can be arranged and shown to better advantage on these tall high dishes than on the short flat ones. All the dishes are now usually placed down the center of the table, dried and fresh fruit alternately, the former being arranged on small round or oval glass plates, and the latter on the dishes with stems. The fruit should always be gathered on the same day that it is required for table, and should be tastefully arranged on the dishes, with leaves between and round it. By purchasing fruits that are in season, 
a dessert can be supplied at a very moderate cost. These, with a few fancy biscuits, crystallized fruit, bonbons, etc., are sufficient for an ordinary dessert. When fresh fruit cannot be obtained, dried and foreign fruits, compotes, baked pears, stewed Normandy pippins, etc., etc., must supply its place, with the addition of preserves, bonbons, cakes, biscuits, etc. At fashionable tables, forced fruit is served growing in pots, these pots being hidden in more ornamental ones and arranged with the other dishes. A few vases of fresh flowers, tastefully arranged, add very much to the appearance of the dessert, and when these are not obtainable, a few paper ones, mixed with green leaves, answer very well as a substitute. In decorating a table, whether for luncheon, dessert, or supper, a vase or two of flowers should never be forgotten, as they add so much to the elegance of the two ensemble. In summer and autumn, ladies residing in the country can always manage to have a few freshly gathered flowers on their tables, and should never be without this inexpensive luxury. On the continent, vases or epernes filled with flowers are invariably placed down the centre of the dinner-table at regular distances. Ices for dessert are usually moulded. When this is not the case, they are handed round in glasses with wafers to accompany them. Preserved ginger is frequently handed round after ices to prepare the palate for the delicious dessert wines. A basin or a glass of finely pounded lump sugar must never be omitted at a dessert, as also a glass jug of fresh cold water, iced if possible, and two goblets by its side. Grape scissors, a melon knife and fork, and nutcrackers should always be put on table if there are dishes of fruit requiring them. Zests are sometimes served at the close of the dessert, such as anchovy toasts or biscuits. The French often serve plain or grated cheese with a dessert of fresh or dried fruit. At some tables, finger-glasses are placed at the right of each person, nearly half filled with cold spring water, and in winter with tepid water. These precede the dessert. At other tables, a glass or vase is simply handed round, filled with perfumed water, into which each guest dips the corner of his napkin, and when needful, refreshes his lips and the tips of his fingers. After the dishes are placed, and everyone is provided with plates, glasses, spoons, etc., the wine should be put at each end of the table, cooled or otherwise, according to the season. If the party be small, the wine may be placed only at the top of the table, near the host. Dish of Nuts, 1599. These are merely arranged piled high in the center of the dish, as shown in the engraving, with or without leaves round the edge. Filberts should always be served with the outer skin or husk on them, and walnuts should be well wiped with a damp cloth, and then with a dry one, to remove the unpleasant sticky feeling the shells frequently have. Seasonable. Filberts from September to March, good, may be had after that time, but are generally shriveled and dry. Walnuts from September to January. Hazelnut and Filbert. The common hazel is the wild, and the filbert the cultivated state of the same tree. The hazel is found wild not only in forests and hedges, in dingles and ravines, but occurs in extensive tracts in the more northern and mountainous parts of the country. It was formerly one of the most abundant of those trees which are indigenous in this island. It is seldom cultivated as a fruit tree, though perhaps its nuts are superior in flavor to the others. The Spanish nuts imported are a superior kind, but they are somewhat oily and rather indigestible. Filberts, both the red and the white, and the cobnut, are supposed to be merely varieties of the common hazel, which have been produced, partly by the superiority of soil and climate, and partly by culture. 
they were originally brought out of greece to italy whence they have found their way to holland and from that country to england it is supposed that within a few miles of maidstone in kent there are more filberts grown than in all england besides and it is from that place that the london market is supplied the filbert is longer than the common nut though of the same thickness and has a larger kernel the cobnut is a still larger variety and is roundish filberts are more esteemed at the dessert than common nuts and are generally eaten with salt they are very free from oil and disagree with few persons walnuts the walnut is a native of persia the caucasus and china but was introduced to this kingdom from france the ripe kernel is brought to the dessert on account of its agreeable flavor and the fruit is also much used in the green state but before the stone hardens as a pickle in spain grated walnuts are employed in tarts and other dishes the walnut abounds in oil which is expressed and which being of a highly drying nature and very limpid is much employed for delicate painting this on the continent is sometimes used as a substitute for olive oil in cooking but is very apt to turn rancid it is also manufactured into a kind of soap the mare or refuse matter after the oil is extracted proves very nutritious for poultry or other domestic animals in switzerland this is eaten by poor people under the name of pan amer box of french plums one six o o if the box which contains them is exceedingly ornamental it may be placed on the table if small on a glass dish if large without one french plums may also be arranged on a glass plate and garnished with bright-colored sweetmeats which make a very good effect all fancy boxes of preserved and crystallized fruit may be put on the table or not at pleasure these little matters of detail must of course be left to individual taste seasonable may be purchased all the year but are in greater perfection in the winter and are more suitable for that season as fresh fruit cannot be obtained dish of mixed fruit one six o one for a center dish a mixture of various fresh fruits has a remarkably good effect particularly if a pine be added to the list a high raised appearance should be given to the fruit which is done in the following manner place a tumbler in the center of the dish and in this tumbler the pine crown uppermost round the tumbler put a thick layer of moss and over this apples pears plums peaches and such fruit as is simultaneously in season by putting a layer of moss underneath so much fruit is not required besides giving a better shape to the dish grapes should be placed on the top of the fruit a portion of some of the bunches hanging over the sides of the dish in a negligee kind of manner which takes off the formal look of the dish in arranging the plums apples etc let the colors contrast well seasonable suitable for a dessert in september or october grapes france produces about a thousand varieties of the grape which is cultivated more extensively in that country than in any other hygienists agree in pronouncing grapes as among the best of fruits the grape possesses several rare qualities it is nourishing and fattening and its prolonged use has often overcome the most obstinate cases of constipation the skins and pips of grapes should not be eaten box of chocolate one six o two this is served in an ornamental box placed on a glass plate or dish seasonable may be purchased at any time dish of apples one six o three the apples should be nicely wiped with a dry cloth and arranged on a dish 
piled high in the center, with evergreen leaves between each layer. The inferior apples should form the bottom layer, with the bright-colored large ones at the top. The leaves of the laurel, bay, holly, or any shrub green in winter are suitable for garnishing dessert dishes. Oranges may be arranged in the same manner. They should also be wiped with a dry cloth before being sent to table. Dish of Mixed Summer Fruit 1604 This dish consists of cherries, raspberries, currants, and strawberries, piled in different layers, with plenty of leaves between each layer, so that each fruit is well separated. The fruit should be arranged with a due regard to color, so that they contrast nicely one with the other. Our engraving shows a layer of white cherries at the bottom, then one of red raspberries, over that a layer of white currants, and at the top some fine scarlet strawberries. Seasonable in June, July, and August. Almonds and Raisins, 1605. These are usually served on glass dishes, the fruit piled high in the center, and the almonds blanched and strewn over. To blanch the almonds, put them into a small mug or teacup, pour over them boiling water, let them remain for two or three minutes, and the skins may then be easily removed. Figs, dates, French plums, etc., are all served on small glass plates or oval dishes, but without the almonds. Seasonable at any time, but more suitable in winter, when fresh fruit is not obtainable. Dates Dates are imported into Britain in a dried state from Barbary and Egypt, and when in good condition they are much esteemed. An inferior kind has lately become common, which are dried hard and have little or no flavor. They should be chosen large, softish, not much wrinkled, of a reddish-yellow color on the outside, with a whitish membrane between the fruit and the stone. Dish of Strawberries, 1606 Fine strawberries, arranged in the manner shown in the engraving, look exceedingly well. The inferior ones should be placed at the bottom of the dish, and the others put in rows pyramidically, with the stalks downwards, so that when the whole is completed, nothing but the red part of the fruit is visible. The fruit should be gathered with rather long stalks, as there is then something to support it, and it can be placed more upright in each layer. A few of the finest should be reserved to crown the top. To have walnuts fresh throughout the season. 1607. Ingredients. To every pint of water allow one teaspoonful of salt. Mode. Place the walnuts in the salt and water for twenty-four hours at least, then take them out and rub them dry. Old nuts may be freshened in this manner, or walnuts, when first picked, may be put into an earthen pan with salt sprinkled amongst them, and with damped hay placed on the top of them, and then covered down with a lid. They must be well wiped before they are put on table. Seasonable. Should be stored away in September or October. End of section 76. Recording by Aria Lipshaw in New York City.